Welcome to the Habits of Success podcast, where we talk about different habits and how you can use them to change your life. My name is Ian Warner, and today we're going to be talking about whether doing what you love is for real or not. And I'm really interested to know, as you listen to this, just what your thoughts are, um, if your thoughts change because of this podcast, or you know, you know, if you if it encourages you to dig into it more. Um, but yeah, definitely don't be scared to shoot me an email at, you can send it to ian at thehabitstacker.com or you can just hit me up on Instagram, send me a DM at thehabitstacker. Um, so first things first, um, obviously we've all heard people say this over and over again, do what you love, follow your passion. And uh, this is something that just gets preached so much and so hard. And then what I think happens, especially to as like younger and younger generations is it's harder to work or stay in a job or to do anything because you're like, you're spending all your time saying, well, what's my passion? What's my passion? What's my passion? And I don't think that there's, uh, I don't, I don't believe that there's clear answers to that, but we see other people who are very successful and we say, wow, that person's very passionate about what they do. And I do think that is to to be very good at something, there has to be some level of passion involved. But it's like, how do you get to that? Is what the question is. And the reason this is this even comes up is that I've seen so many people fail at this because it's like if you're doing something that you're very passionate about, but you cannot make any money from it, is that really going to make you happy and fulfilled? I don't like to me. I think the answer is no. And. Uh, you see this tons, you see this happen all the time. People have a something that's kind of more like a hobby, and they personally have not turned figured out how to turn it into a business. Now, other people have, right? Other like someone you might have a a, a passion for video editing, let's say. And there obviously are people out there who video edit full time and they make a living doing that, and it's no problem. But there's other people who just can't figure out how to make a business model around that. So then it really just stays in the hobby realm because whenever they try and do it full-time, they don't make the money. They end up miserable and they have to go back and, and, and get a job. But I think, you know, when I've done more thinking on this and, and I've looked back on my life and uh, a book that's really helped me with this again is uh, uh, So Good uh, They Can't Ignore You by uh, Cal Newport is that passion actually builds over time. And this book made me actually realize when I thought back to it, if you would have asked me when I made the Olympic team, if I was passionate about track and field, I would have been like, oh my gosh, you have to have passion. I would have been all about the passion, 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 passion. But the assumption people make, and even what I kind of applied to my own life, is that when I was a little kid and I started running when I was seven, that I was passionate about track. And when I actually think back on it, I was not at all. I was passionate about playing football and I only ran track just to get faster for football. That was it. It was just a, it was just a tool to help me improve my football skills. But obviously as time went on, I got good at it, but I remember it was probably when I was about 14 and when I was starting high school that I really was like, no, like I'm passionate about track. I'm going to give my all to this. I want to learn everything about it. I want to be as good as I can absolutely be. But it came from, time it came from hours putting in work on that craft and one thing that people don't consider is 
sometimes you have to just put in hours on a craft and it will introduce you to different things within that craft. So I'll I'll give you an example from a, a career standpoint. I've always done stuff in the marketing realm and I just assumed my passion was marketing. And uh, I specifically ended up drifting towards social media and I started my own social media agency, which actually did well. Uh, but I ended up stopping it because it, I, I just got burnt out from social media, to be honest. And um, I had another job where uh, they wanted me to invest time into learning like SEO, search engine optimization. And I did not want to. And I ended up getting let go from this job because I just was like, SEO is not my passion. I didn't care about it. And I thought I felt like they were trying to push it on me. And after getting let go, it made me really like want to think more about my approach to SEO. Like, I'm like, man, did I, did I not do this right? Am I missing something? And I was missing something. And I ended up diving in and learning everything I absolutely could about SEO. And that's been my approach to marketing and uh, a really strong foundation of what I think you need to um, to market yourself because SEO brings in such predict, predict, predictable traffic uh, month after month. But anyway, so from what I thought my passion was, it took really like getting fired and then diving into something and realizing, holy crap, like this is actually <laughs> what I I actually enjoy and I am passionate about. I just didn't know or wasn't, and I wasn't willing to give it a shot. Um, but as time has gone on, that has become a passion. And if you ask me in 10 years, well, you know, are you super passionate about, I would say yes, but it's like how I got there is the part that's very uh, complex, I would say. Uh, but I think there's a, there's a term that uh, Cal Newport introduces in his book that I hadn't heard, or, and I haven't heard anybody else talk about this. He calls it career capital. And what career capital is, is how, how good you get at any aspect of your job. And I think this is where you see people fail, and this is where you see some people really succeed. Some people spend the time, they just stick with one thing long enough, and they build up so much career capital in that area that it, uh, it it gives them the ability to do more of whatever they want to do. But uh, the example he gave in the book, which I thought was really good, was this one girl, she was a businesswoman, and um, she'd done that for years, and she decided to quit and go to yoga, go to like a, take a yoga course and then start her own yoga company. And she ended up failing and eventually, you know, had to live, had to go get food stamps. And the the point he was making with the story was that she had only been doing, she'd been doing business for like 10 or 15 years and she'd been doing yoga for four months. Her career capital was all in business. And, um, that's, but, and, and another important aspect of it is that if you don't, and we talked about this earlier in the week, if you don't actually implement any deliberate practice, you'll end up plateauing. So you, just because you've been doing something for 10 to 20 years, it doesn't mean you're actually like the greatest at it or that you're continuing to improve. It just means you've you've been in that field. But it's actually deliberate practice that keeps you pushing yourself to, in, to, to build the skills needed to build enough career capital that you can have control and, and essentially do whatever you want to do. And I think this is really an interesting approach to it because Again, it's it's getting so good at something and just having that mindset to be really good at it is what actually allows the passion to start coming in is you see yourself getting really good at something and you're like, wow, this is what I'm passionate about. But then you continue pushing yourself with deliberate practice to keep getting better. And then the result of all of that is that you actually start getting some control in your life because you're so good at your job that you can say, hey, you know what? I'm only going to work four days a week. 
And you can say things like, hey, you know what, um, I'm going to work from home or I'm going to do things a certain way. And they're going to be way more likely to listen to you because you've built up enough career capital um, and you've shown you know what you're doing enough that you've basically earned it. And this is where I think even my generation, like we struggle. It's like we don't want to go to jobs and like earn that career capital. You don't, we don't want to go and earn it. It's like we, we have entitlement and expect it to just be handed to us. And our ideas to be listened to and to be given promotions, and we haven't done anything, right? And, I, and and when I think back to some of my very early jobs, I know for a fact, like I, I wish I would have known or read this. So if you're young and you're just get, coming out of college, like really take heed to this knowledge because what will happen is you'll just end up just job hopping. You'll just end up moving to job to job to job to job to job to job, but you never build any capital. Like you never build a resume to say, hey, like here are the results that I can produce. So that means your value is not going up, which means you're not going to get any more freedom or control over what you do, which that's where a lot of the happiness comes from. Like I think the most satisfaction in your career comes from having some control over how it goes having some control over what happens day to day, having some control over the projects you take and, and things you don't take on and and having some control over the, your your ideas and how they get implemented. But I think when you don't have that control, that's when the sat, the, the dissatisfaction with the, the the work that you're doing begins to set in. But uh, I know for a fact that, you, you know, moving job to job to job, place to place to place is not going to be the thing that satisfies you. Like in, in my first five years of marriage, six years of marriage, we lived in, you know, Kansas City, Oklahoma City, Phoenix, Arizona, West Des Moines, Michigan, and 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 then back to Iowa again. So I moved around a lot. Um, I think, in a sense, kind of chasing that passion. Like, what is it that I love? What is it that I'm passionate about? But it's like, no, you you settle down and you stick with something and you decide I'm going to get really good at this and then that might lead you to a specific a area more specific and then an area more specific and then an area more specific and then you get really good at one specific area but um you have to be willing for those doors to be open to you uh to discover oh wait you know, you know what i am i am really passionate about it but if you just keep quitting 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 uh you, you'll, you'll never get that career capital and um yeah you'll always be betting on hey i'm just gonna quit this and i'm gonna hope something works out but again most of the time you have to put in 10 years. Like if, if you're going to quit now to be a yoga instructor, you're going to quit now to go off on a whole other tangent with your career. It's going to take time to build up enough capital in that area that people start to respect you. And like, even what I'm doing right now with habit stacker, right? I've only been working on habits specifically for about two years now, right? That's the, that's the amount of time I've been learning. That's nothing. So I'm not even going to get the the true respect, uh, even though, you know, I've used a lot of this stuff for, for years, right? Um, I know that, but it's only been a certain amount of time with the app and actually putting out information and knowledge about this stuff that um, it's just going to take time to do that. And like, so for me, I'm willing to put in the 10 years. Like it's nothing for me, but um, you have to ask yourself that. Are you willing to put in the 10 years, the decade to end up building up the career cap capital to get the respect that you need uh, to end up having the, the freedom and the control of your career that you want to have. So those are the questions you got to ask. Um, so what I'll do is I'll put uh, uh, in the show notes, I'm going to put a link to the book uh, uh, by uh, Cal Newport called So Good They Can't Ignore You. And then I'll also put a link to Habit Mastery because, guys, it's 49 bucks. So if you're going to jump in, this is going to be a great time to do it. Peace.